Welcome to Flute Space, a platform created to show interesting stories related to life as a flutist and discovering inspiring content in form of a podcast. You can catch up with us on our Instagram, at the Flute Space, and you can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and YouTube. All these links can be found in our link tree in the description. And if you want to support us, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash thefluteSpace, or you can join us on Patreon. Have you ever thought about how is to get into the production and cultural management field? Pablo Valero shows us an insight on how is his work and in what is he busy now. A very interesting musician that brings us a totally different topic that inspires us a lot. Also, he will share with us many advices to apply on our own careers. Hi Pablo, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, on food space. On food space. Um, yes. <laughs> I think we now talk to a few people who are um, mostly orchestra musicians. And um, so this is quite different um, because you do a lot more things than just being a flutist. Yeah, but maybe we can like start with your career path. Maybe you can tell us a bit about your studies and how everything evolved then. Well, first of all, thank you very much for for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be in this podcast. I really admire your work. I really admire Paco also, whom, uh, well, as you know, we we were not just a, a war college, uh, well, studies uh, colleges, but also very good friends. And um, yeah, well, as you said, I'm I'm a flutist. Flutist. I'm almost a former flutist. I must say, <laughs> I don't play as much as I would like. Uh, of course, I don't I don't play professionally uh, uh, right now, uh, just because my career took a different path. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I I was of course a professional flutist. You can call it that way if you earned your keep by playing. But, uh, well, I started the studying flute in, the, in, in Malga's conservatory in southern Spain. Um, at the same time, I was studying with, with another teacher, which, uh, which also Paco studied with him, Juan Carlos Chornet, from our hometown's orchestra. And, uh, well, after that, uh, I'm going to keep it in a nutshell, uh, all my, my career after that, I, came to to Liège to study, to, to complete my bachelor's studies there. Then I came, I came back to Spain. I, I kept on uh, studying there uh, with my, my, my teacher there in Granada. And uh, after that, I just kept uh, trying to, to find my way in the music world, mm, not just studying, but also playing. And that uh, little by little took me to work in other fields of the music world, uh, such as the concert organization, production, audiovisual production also. And uh, I also did a master in, in cultural management, although that's not a, a landmark in my career. But, uh, but yeah, eventually I started working a lot in this uh, uh, kind of back-end part of music and uh, organizing stuff. Uh, especially my own stuff, my own concerts, my own recordings, and that uh, little by little took me to professionalize that kind of that line of work. And 
well, here we are after that. And I, that was like a, a six, seven years ago. And right now you could say I'm fully professional on that field, on the uh, logistical technical part. Did your flute studies in Spain and Liège, did they prepare you kind of for the cultural management? Did you already start something there along those lines? Mm. I didn't uh, study the technicalities of, of being a cultural manager, manager in neither in Liège nor in, nor in Spain while I was in the conservatory. But uh, it wouldn't be fair saying that it didn't prepare me because I think one of the skills that uh, I appreciate the most and people that I work with appreciate the most is that I'm a musician in my heart. and. Uh, that is something that uh, that you feel whenever you work, even when you send emails, when you do the most basic stuff of cultural management. You can say when someone uh, is a trained musician, not because of the training, but because of the uh, emotional attachment that has to music and how, how you treat uh, your profession in that way. Mm. I'm not saying that's bad, but uh, sometimes you find people working in the cultural management that doesn't really have that kind of connection with arts or with music. And it's kind of sad in, in the terms that, that you can feel it, how, how, how for them this is just another job and not uh, something that they, they are really attached to. And it's kind of an advantage then to be a musician because then you... Of course, because you work know. with musicians, so you know a lot more yeah. about how everything yeah. works and yeah. about just playing and performing. Um, was there a specific moment or like some event that happened that made you like take the choice to go into the more like management sector? Do you remember how that was? Well, I didn't take the choice. Uh, like, there wasn't a point in which I say, okay, now I'm a cultural manager, I'm not a musician. It came naturally and, and with the time and, and actually uh, there was a point when I realized that I didn't have enough time to be, to study and to, to be a professional flutist as I dreamt, maybe at some point before. But um, I think that the most uh, transcendental events for me was when I finished my master's studies and I was alone in the professional uh, uh, field. Well, I, I think this is something, something that we all have felt. When you are kind of alone in the jungle and, and don't know what to do and, and need to find your own way and all of that. Uh, well, I started, as I said before, doing my own projects. I mean, uh, it's difficult for us when we are very young, when we are, I don't know, 22, 23 years old, to start having concerts, to start uh, to get those uh, uh, those concerts that you want to play in this with this orchestra or record this thing or the other. So I started doing my own in a very small scale. And well, as I said, I, I, I did my own concerts for, for my, my chamber music group that I was having at the time. I started doing some uh, uh, very small projects in audiovisual and recording. And 
that was like the start of the snowball that uh, that uh, kept on rolling and, and, and in a very very few years uh, the the line of work I, I was working not only for myself in those terms but also for other people and then therefore uh, professionalizing that line but that was yeah when 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 I was in Spain back in Spain after I finished my masters uh, very young very uh, unexperienced but uh, very eager to know the world. And coming back to your uh, food studies, um, what yeah. influence did studying abroad have on well, you? Well, it was, it was a breaking point, that's for sure. Um, not only because of the fact that I studied in a place where, uh, where I had very, very nice influences, musical influences, but also the, the fact that you are again left unknown, alone in an unknown world for you and you need to uh, find your own way and that really really made a difference in, in the Pablo that was before going abroad and, and after and uh, well I, I studied flute in, in the Conservatoire Royal de Liège as I said uh, with uh, Tom Fred I'm sure that you you've heard of him and uh, that was really as I said, a breaking point in my career. Uh, studying with Tune made me understand music in so many different ways, not just flute, but music itself. And um, it's hard to find words to describe how how big of an impact it was to me to studying with him on, on how he treated arts, how he approached it to, to musical performances. Uh, it was, for me, working with him was uh, I stopped re uh, reading scores to start doing music, you could say, when with him. Oh, that's such a that good. is super beautiful. No, everyone yeah. could like wish to have a teacher like that that opens really, yeah. like the love to yeah. music to it. Um, well, so one of your biggest project is I hope I will pronounce it correctly, courtier, right? It's actually an English word, so it's courtiers. It's a, Courtiers. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. You speak French, right? And, uh, yes. Uh, I'm not sure the word in French it is, but it's like a. Uh, well, as you said, it's it's one of my biggest projects. It's actually the company that I run right now, through which I do most of my work. It's a. We call it a creative agency and the audiovisual production company. You could say. Uh, but basically, through through this uh, agency, we try to bring to the arts and to the music industry uh, all the things that we felt from the outside that, that it was lacking in terms of uh, creativity, logistics, also technicalities, and uh, and all of that. Uh, but I think that I stopped you in the question. So please. Uh, uh. Yeah, we just wanted to ask you. Well, yeah, to explain a bit about it and also to like say how did it start and did you start it alone or are you working with someone there how did you yeah, how did you create people? it yeah. yeah well i i started the um, the idea came a lot before than the the, the realization of it and the company and and all of that and the the ideas the core ideas that that formed this uh, this company came in to me actually when i started working in the in the management or or production field 
as I said, when one of the things that I appreciate the most when when I work with with people in 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 the backstage is that they they know music or they know uh, all what's around music that you don't need to explain that uh, a symphony is uh, divided in movements and what the movement uh, movements means and, and all of that, right? And when I started working in 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 several projects, I realized how how lack how much they were lacking of of this approach from us from from the people that they were working for actually for the musicians, which which I realized in the end that it's mostly our fault and not theirs for not being more. Uh, uh, open to 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 explain this, but that's that's another another story. And but yeah, at that time I realized how much they were lacking. And and as I as as you could imagine, I was very young. I was twenty two years old when I started, and uh, an experience. And and even because of that, I was having an enormous amount of work in different uh, concert series, uh, uh, festivals because they were they needed they needed this this uh, profile of someone who understands music, music, but also the business part of the technical part or the logistics. And, and at that point I said, I'm, I'm working a lot of this, but, but there, I, I, I would need a, a team of 10 people more for doing this correctly. And uh, well, that, this is something that also happens to you when you're young and then unexperienced. That uh, you think that you can do everything, and uh, the, I started not only organizing the stuff, but also uh, taking active part in in designs, in concert uh, uh, production, in logistics, in web uh, development, in, in recordings, in audio and video recordings. And at that point, I I, I said, man, we really need someone who, who knows how to do these things in <laughs> yeah because this sounds like 24 hours yeah, of yeah work it was day. it was <laughs> and like learning everything from scratch and searching for all the answers yeah yeah that was a lot of work. i mean it, it was 24 hours work it, it is still a 24 hours a day work <laughs> but um well at, th at that point i realized that that i could really form a team and to, to, to have not only me working in all the different fields that, that I think that I, that I thought that music needed as, uh, as you said, as you know in when organizing a concert you need many uh, professionals to do small things such as the poster design the notes to the program uh, attend um, helping the audience to come in helping the musicians in the backstage uh, promoting, selling the tickets, uh, uh, marketing part, and uh, recording. So somehow I thought that I I wanted to cover all these fields from a music, from a musician's perspe perspective. And um, yeah, those were the ideals that uh, that uh, came to realize in a, or came to 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 reality in, in this company in Courtiers. And that was, as I said, uh, when I was 22, six years ago, almost uh, seven. In, and yeah, right now we are a team of uh, many professionals 
which uh, we are, I think we are seven actually. They come and go, but uh, the core is uh, from six to seven. And each of us is focused on one thing. There are people that are focused on recordings, uh, people that are focused on marketing, on design, uh, web design also. And uh, oh, yeah, that's, that's my, my main project, as you said. Coming up with these ideals, and I'm sure that's really important when you're creating a company or something and you have to set your um, list of, well, they're not goals, they're just, oh, these are, they're t- are the things that we want to focus. Or, yeah, yeah, standards. Um, well, what did you realize that kind of musicians were doing um, wrong? Like, in what ways did they not... Um, make bigger changes in the cultural scene um, and maybe they are much better now than before but yeah it's it's not only I I don't think the main problem I I said that the one of the problems was uh, that uh, that we didn't communicate enough or or we didn't have we don't have these connections usually with with the with a technical part, I'm I'm I imagine myself or a musician in a hall, playing a concert that that usually just comes in to the stage, plays and goes out. Right, Re- he is or she is not really connected to all what's around that concert, which is fine. I mean, we are musicians and are paid to 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 play actually. But I think that mm, this is something that it's going better in 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 conservatories and music colleges. But one of the things that I, that we lack the most is the conscious of all what's around a concert, right? Or 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 producing a musical event. Because if if we are not uh, aware or of all the many small parts that play in in a concert, I think we end up being just musicians or just performers. And at this point and yeah yeah and, and and i truly think that the musician of today needs to be much more competent in not only playing an instrument and i think music needs that especially classical music needs uh, us to be yeah and not like super a active artist, in, not, really in, in, in not only playing i mean true. playing um, it's not enough right now Playing with playing, I, I mean. I mean, with your job, you have a lot of like insights in the, the cultural scene and the music industry. Um, how do you see the cultural scene? Are there things that you like, for example, about the cultural scene in Europe? And are there things that you would change or that you would like see as, oh, they should, they should be changed? Mm, I think that uh, this is a question that I've, uh, I've been trying to answer for a long time. Uh, and I think and that that it's a question that we always have had. I don't mean right now, but also in the centuries before. We always, I mean, I, I work, uh, as you said, with many orchestras, with many uh, concert promoters and everything. And the million dollar question is always how to fill up the hall, right? How to reach uh, young audiences. But what I can say is that this this is a concern that has been around for centuries and 
somehow uh, we are still here. Uh, I mean that even if the cultural scene has many, many, many things that should address in terms of how to be more, um, I don't know, close to, 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 to the real people, to the ground people, you could say, I have a lot of faith to, to on how culture is going to, to, to or is adapting to, to, to our days. Mainly because culture is us and us trying to disconnect the culture from the people, which is something that many, many concert halls and orchestras end up doing. Maybe not, not, because, not consciously, but indirectly uh, they, they tend to disconnect that cable that connects people with, with art. And... Um, I can just say that uh, I think that we have a challenge in finding the balance between using culture to represent what we are right now in 2023 and also to honor where, where we come from, right? Where, uh, where our cultural standards, European cultural standards are. I mean, yeah, as you no, said, I this think... has been a question for, for a while now. And I think... Um, it's good that in a way that more um, conservatories and academies they are having more of these kinds of subjects where they bring up these questions um, but I found it always a bit silly that they always ask in a way like oh how because for example in Antwerp there was a subject there was uh, arts and society and so like how do you bring the society into concert halls and everything and it's exactly the same question and and everyone has different ideas and I think everyone keeps forgetting that people have interests and many interests and among some of these interests someone will somehow music will come come by and people will go to concerts if only there's a, such a big variety like is it is now that people will find it and if it's more approachable um, or that they are being able to see all of these um, all of this variety and that they can see their interests like they can recognize their interests within that I think that's how people will go to concerts but then in schools I feel like people really focus on certain things which is good but it's kind of also making people stuck in a way that they don't see the big picture yeah i feel like in schools very often it's like very far from the reality the way they teach those kind of subjects because i don't know it it doesn't have anything to do with real concerts or with real life i feel like i don't know how you i see think that. that as as long as uh, culture or or concerts or or all what's around the cultural industry represents who we are in the streets we as normal person, normal people, not not just musicians, are uh, will be fine. Concerts will be uh, always full. I mean, for for instance, here uh, we are usually very pessimistic about uh, concert halls and who is going to classical music or or who doesn't. Um, 
just to bring some light to this, uh, for instance, in the Spanish National Orchestra where I work a lot uh, with them, the the National Auditorium has three concerts every week uh, with the with the orchestra, and they are almost full always. And each uh, each day they 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 manage to to fill up the the halls, mostly because, and I think that those those concerts where you have more audience or more uh, an audience that, that is more varied are those who re who have either music that uh, it's very appealing to us or musicians that are very connected to the to, to today's world for instance this is a um, weekend I was working with them and they presented the Sheku Kane Mason, you know, the, the cellist, the British cellist, which I, I really admire him, his figure as a today's musician that, okay, he plays wonderfully the, the cello, but he's also super active in communicating. And, um, and I think that, that he's really someone who look up, who we should look up to. And, and, and the, the results are there. I mean, the concert was, was filled up uh, more than 2000 tickets for three days in a row, so it's a good thing. So you just mentioned that you work at the National Orchestra of Spain, but you also work in the cultural scene in the US. Um, you work at a piano festival in Miami, and we wanted to ask how or is there any difference in the cultural scene in Europe and in the US? Well, uh, I've been working in, in, in this festival, as you said, since uh, I think it's uh, 2018 or 17 and well just to mention it's a festival that I really admire because it's somehow very different to uh, to the usual flow that you find in in festivals not not only in the US but but also here in Europe and uh, in in what way is it different uh, the well the festival is called Miami International Piano Festival in it's difference in the ways that they don't program musicians because because if they are renowned or very famous or are going to 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 sell many tickets or something but do they really look for those extraordinary young musicians that that they can help to develop their career they, their main their main Mm, uh, motto is to to help uh, to build careers to to young musicians, and of course, what well they they've been doing this for twenty five years uh, now, and they've really built some very big careers to to renowned young pianists. That they were young and they they are not young anymore, but they 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 have their careers now, and I really admire that. I really well you 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 can see how. Us as uh, young musicians, can it's very difficult to find this kind of opportunities in which an, an international uh, festival can invite you, even if you don't have a lot of curriculum uh, to perform. And maybe through that performance, you will find more gigs and start your careers and everything. But uh, they they may put a lot of effort in finding these these young talents and raising up their careers and. As I said, it's something that I admire a lot, and, and also they are super family, and I share a lot of uh, ideals with with their philosophy. 
Um, and yeah, asking your question on how how the musical scene is different in the U.S. to to Europe, I must say that I don't know the whole U.S. I I work mainly in the East Coast in in Florida, where I organize with with this festival more than forty concerts every season, which is a lot. I mean, it keep, gives you a an idea on 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 how the things are working there. There there are differences. Not only because the flow, because of the flows of uh, of how you work with uh, the theaters, the musicians, and everything, but also in the audience. I mean, the audience is super, super different in in there than here. And and some concerts, which I see the program that we're programming or that I'm organizing, I read them and as I and as I say, this wouldn't work in Europe. But somehow it works amazing in there, and the people uh, and you get amazing uh, critics from reviewers, and the audience is crazy, and they keep coming to to those kind of uh, extravaganza programs in which, uh, well, you can imagine what I what I mean with that, and um, somehow you can you can really feel that there's a tradition in the back end of uh, concerts in in Europe. And that tradition somehow also retain us from doing uh, new things. Usually, in orchestras in Europe, it's hard to to get uh, not contemporary, not uh, contemporary music, but music from composers that are alive or that are uh, working actively right now in the scenes. Maybe. Well, this changes from from every orchestra, right? But maybe that's because of us being too attached to to these traditions that I mentioned before. That it's important, but but it's more important to have a balance between um, past, tradition, future, and today. And in the U.S., it's sort of uh, more or easier to find this to to find this uh, dareness or uh, brave programmers who dare to to do things that someone who with a lot of tradition in the back in, in his backpack wouldn't do right and and yeah and that sometimes work sometimes doesn't work so so yeah in a, you can you can see how 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 I mean they are they are different I I don't I wouldn't say that one is better than the other. It's just different approaches which which add to the to the variety of of the international cultural scene. Yeah, I feel like here in Europe there's kind of these invisible rules that they still abide yeah. quite a lot. Tradition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes. But that's super interesting actually and very obvious what you said, but I don't know if everyone is so aware of the fact that of course we have to think about the audience, like what mm. what we play. I mean, the audience has to has to like it and has to like find it interesting. And yeah, of course, like if if the audience in the U.S. is very different, then the programmers can be very different. Um, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And kind of relating to that, um, so at Courtiers, um, you work with different orchestras. And we wanted to um, ask about the visual impact uh, related to the music industry, um, which is an important aspect. 
um, how did you decide to focus on that particularly and how does a process of kind of rebranding um, what does it mean for an orchestra institution well there's a saying in Spanish I'm sure Paco knows it that uh, half of being it is pretending it pretending to be it or showing that you are for me this meant a lot in 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 communicating arts in the terms that most times when i was working in my early ages as a concert pro producer uh, in cultural management I, it was so shocking to see how how big of a difference were in concerts in, in ticket sales or those concerts that are well communicated that has that have a very uh, high-end uh, communication flow, sort of. I'm not speaking just the music. I'm considering that the music was good in in in, in both of them, and those that that doesn't have that didn't have this this kind of mm, big work behind in terms of design and marketing campaigns and everything. So. I always thought or, or think, I always think that the um, arts deserve to be excellent in all, in all the, 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 the planets that are around a concert, that orbit around uh, a concert, right? This for me meant that if we are programming a concert that has an amazing music and extraordinary musicians on it, if the poster of the concert sucks, it's going to be really difficult to defend it to an audience. You know what I mean? Or, or it's it's basically, uh, yeah, not to. It doesn't make up to to all what the concert is selling in the end. So we focused on this, and we uh, one of our mottos is to try to to bring the contemporary visual tendencies or fashions that, that we see in movies, in uh, very high-end brand designs, also to music, because it deserves it. It's just, just that. And uh, the process of uh, making an orchestra, who is usually, as we said, a, an institution that is very attached to tradition, the process of making them understand that this is something that, that it's important for them, it's super hard. It's, it's becoming uh, easier with the time, especially with the renovation of new cultural managers that are coming to the to, to, to orchestras and concerts or series that are more aware of today's world and that are young and have uh, seen more than these old ages uh, cultural managers. I think it's 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 becoming easier, but but as as I said, the mo the most difficult part is making them realize that this is something that it's going to be good for them. It's going to be good for the music. So and the process is is hard. And as I said, tradition plays a very important part in in all what we do, even if we sometimes do crazy stuff that that seems to be very far away from from tradition. Uh, one of the, uh, I was remembering one, we, we usually work with, with an orchestra here in Spain that we design the whole season on all the posters 
and everything. And uh, last year we took a completely different path of what you are used to see in, in concert designs and everything. And uh, we hired uh, an acrylic, uh, one of the most famous painters in, in Spain to paint uh, portraits of all the musicians that were coming to the invited to the orchestra and on all the posters. And all of that was um, connected, uh, co all the, the, the programming of the season was somehow connecting uh, music with the lights, with the taste and with smells and everything. So we uh, painted all the posters connecting music or the, the music programming that they were having with food and with, uh, uh, with meals, with traditional dishes and everything. And that was something super reckless, actually. I mean, it could have went all wrong, but somehow they loved it and, and, and everyone spoke about it and it was super, super nice. So, but that was difficult. As I said, the most difficult part was to make them realize that, that this is something that it's, okay, it's an add-on to the music, but it's going to, to really empower the, 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 the message of, of the concert. Yeah, so. but I think if you do the things that you want to do well, it always works out. I mean, because now the, what you were explaining, like those crazy ideas, like if you would execute them in like a not really good way, of course it would be a disaster. But like if you really put a lot of thoughts into them, like do it well, then there's almost no doubt that it like can go wrong, I think. I don't know. Well, it's super interesting to talk to you about all those things. What would you say to a person that is finishing their studies now and that is maybe, well, doubting on, on what what to do after finishing their music? Well, I would say, first of all, um, dare to do those things that they told you that they were impossible. Because, I mean, it, it sounds like a... Uh, like on a sport run, right? But nothing is impossible, really. If, if if you believe it, as you were saying, if you do it nicely, with a lot of heart, putting a lot of heart on it, it's going to come out nicely. It's going to, you're gonna, you're going to achieve that point in which you are super satisfied with yourself. In terms of profession, uh, professional uh, career, nothing comes uh, in one stake. I mean, that uh, we reach that point in which we envision ourselves from very, very little steps. That sometimes, or most times, you don't feel that you're going forward, but I'm sure you are. And again, this sounds very philosophical, but I would recommend everyone to follow their instincts. I always recommend to, to follow what you're what your heart sort of or what your instincts says if you are not uh, doing the right thing your heart is going to tell you or if you are not in the right place you already know it even if you you haven't come to realize that idea so yeah my recommendation is be reckless dare to do crazy things and uh, follow your heart wow great note to end this conversation on i think it's so important <laughs> to be reckless and to yeah remember that we're not just musicians i mean even if someone is 100 percent with their instrument music in whatever aspect it's not 
that doesn't really truly yeah. define you there are so many aspects and to you also being a musician is not just being an instrumentalist yes like there's a lot of more mm -hmm. things yep. around that so but before we end the episode for real we will ask you some fire questions <laughs> and so what is the soundtrack for your life i, I think it will be it will be something like a like a um, original soundtrack from a movie like something very science fiction all these uh, sounds uh, like in dune movies or, or like all these horns inspired by john williams <laughs> I, I i always super close to big but but also super deep in mind you know like uh, i i try to to always have uh, control of my mind even though someone sometimes i i let it fly <laughs> but uh yeah i i really like uh for me when i'm in this uh, very deep thought deep thinking mood i i hear like horns and and very monotonous sounds <laughs> very nice the next fire question is if you could dress an orchestra in not black concert gowns, what would you dress them in? Wow, this is a good one. Um, I think uh, I will I will try to to dress them uh, like if they were in a 1920s party. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's you know really this cool. kind of everything. It's still a still in style, a still in style, but 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 everyone's super comfortable with the, what they're wearing, like showing off their own best gala. I like that. That's <laughs> really good. I mean, that that's something not so crazy. It could it could it could happen. happen. Yeah, you could really totally invite so. us to play. <laughs> I think we would love to come. Um, and the third part question is: Who is your most inspiring artist at the moment? Wow, at the moment. Oof. Um, that's a hard one. Mm, as I said, I, I've been always inspired by by musicians, and not only because of the of their music, uh, as as what happened to me with 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 Tung when I met him in in Liege. Well, I met him actually in Spain before, but uh, when I heard him play, it, it was something out of this world. Like. Man, I cannot believe it. I didn't think that flute could be played that way. So for me, I don't have, I don't think I have an artist that really he's my, someone to look up to because this usually changes with the week also. But, but when I find those artists that are super confident of what they do, super connected with their instrument, so, so much connected with the, with the instrument that they don't really look like they are playing it's like they are singing right when i find that i i i gain faith again to 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 music and everything so it's hard to i don't think i have a name for you girls that's, okay. that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for talking to us and uh, giving an insight to and for sharing work. yeah all your thoughts i think it's very important and interesting for 
yeah, young artists to, to hear also about this side because yeah, I it's think an important side, and it we doesn't get talked about use. enough. Hmm. So I'm I'm I really hope that this can serve someone to to be also there and and gain her her strengths to to do something that they haven't there. And actually, I think that the bottom line from from my profile or, or my case is that if you don't 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 wait for things to come, try to do them themselves yourself, and, and then they will come up. Well, I'm very certain oh. that this will for sure serve some people to listen to what you say. So thank you so much.